Okay, we are in Sefer Zechariah, Perik Tess. And Perik Tess is really a continuation of the Nevuah in the previous Perik, Perik And the theme is basically that there's going to come a time. When that time is, is a matter of difference among commentators. Some say it's the Bayashani that's about to happen. Uh, others, like the Abarbanel, vehemently object because they are arguing that we've lived through the Bayashani and these things did not happen as a matter of historical fact. Therefore, the Navi must be talking about an end of days vision, a messianic vision. And the vision is essentially that the time is going to come where B'nai Israel will fulfill its divine mission to be a light among the other nations, to be the standard which other nations want to be part of. They are going to recreate the world in the image of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that nations will flock to Israel, to the Jewish people, to get that spiritual guidance to get the visions of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And of course, this will necessitate a greater expansion of the territorial boundaries of B'nai Yisrael to accommodate this influx of people. And so that's where we pick it up. Pasuk Aleph. Masa dvar Hashem be'eretz chadrach v'damesek menuchoso. Amasa, we have said before, is a form of nebuah. It's a lesser form of nebuah. Literally, masa means something you're carrying, a burden, that the Navi must carry this around um, to various cities and populations. And And it applies, it is directed to the cities of Chadrach and Damesek. Damesek, we know, is Damascus. Chadrach is a city as well. Rashi, as we're going to see, interprets Chadrach could mean the Mashiach, and it's a result of a contraction. Chad, sharp and uh, demanding from non-Jews, the Mashiach, but Rach, soft, with the uh, Jewish compatriots. So the Masad Rashem Beres Chadrach Vidam Mesech, Menuchaso. Menuchaso is a troubling word because Menuchaso means the place where the Kaddish Baruch's Shrina is. The Shrina isn't in Damesek and Hadrach, it's in Yerushalayim. We have to explain that. Hilashem Einodam. Because what you're going to see is all the eyes of the nations of the world will be turned towards the Kaddish Baruch Hu and towards the <coughs> tribes of Israel uh, for, as we say, their spiritual guidance. There's a very interesting, if not amusing, Rashi as to what Chadrach and Damesek means. Chadrach is a shame mokom, even though Rashi says it's the Mashiach. And so Omar lo Rabiosi in Damascus. Rabiosi is from Damascus, and he challenges this interpretation of Rabbi Yehuda. 
but Yehuda Berevi, Adma Sai Haisa Me Os Olenu Es Haksudim. How long are you going to go on mixing up the meaning of these simple psukim? Uh, I testify on the uh, heavens, the Eretz, Shani Midamesek, I am a Damascene, the Yeshamakom Shishmo Chadrach. Why go through an interpretation? Chadrach is a Mashiach. Chadrach is a city in the northern part of Syria. And it's for your question, Damesek, how could that be the Menuchas Hashem? It's Yerushalayim. Sha'atida, in the future, Yerushalayim, Liyot, Megasa, Adamesek, Magia, Adamesek. The boundaries of Israel will reach to Damesek. The boundaries of Jerusalem will extend to Damesek. And that therefore it will incorporate all that. And as the Radak says, in those days, everyone's eyes in the world will be focused on Hashem, our God. Not to idols, not to Avodah Zorah. Damascus, Chadrach, and the rest of the names of these cities we are going to learn about um, Hema, Are, the cities of the Plishtim we're going to learn about are incorporated into a greater Israel. But Are Yehuda Be'eretz Yisrael, the Yub Emunas Yisrael. They will be following the faith of the Kaddish Baruch So that is basically what the Navi is saying. An end of days, or if you prefer a second temple vision of Israel as the spiritual and yes, physical center of the world. Continues the Navi. The Gam Hamas, interesting, Hamas isn't Hamas. We know that Hamas was a city uh, in Upper North, including in this vast hegemony of nations that will be part of Israel is going to be Hamat and Sor Sidon. we've come across that, that's Tyre and Sidon, which was the economic power of its time. We know that King Solomon had formed an alliance with the king of Tyre that was a economic juggernaut that ruled from Asia Minor to the shores of Europe, uh, merchant marine. And it was the king of Tyre that furnished the base on Mikdash Harishon, the gold, the silver, the craftsmen. Even Tyre and Sidon will be in the new greater Israel. What does that mean? Because Tyre was seen as a brilliant nation and it it wasn't seen as such. They saw themselves as just the smartest ever. And they became so filled with themselves, say the Mephoshim, that no one was ever going to rule over them or conquer them. Wrong. But even Tsar Mozart, built these giant fortifications. 
They have accumulated silver like dust, like hills of dirt. The Horitz Ketit Chutzos, Horitz is a kind of gold. It is like mud that they've got so much of it. They are swimming in material wealth. And yet, the Kaddish Baruch is going to conquer it and drown her. He'll drown her wealth into the seas. And she will be consumed by fire. So she will be totally destroyed in the wake of the Kaddish Baruch who's accumulating all these territories on behalf of B'nai Israel. Now we turn our attention to the Philistines. Tere Ashkelon. Ashkelon is going to be uh, fearful. Betira Azo, Gaza. The Tokil Ma'od will tremble a lot. Why will they tremble? Because that third major city we know, Ekron, it was the guarantor of their safety. Ekron was the most powerful Philistine city. Ashkelon will cease to be. They, they, Ashkelon, which was a city everyone looked for, security. The Ovad Melech Azo, the king of Azo, will be removed. The Ashkelon Loteshev. Ashkelon will cease to be inhabited. These powerful Philistine cities. The reason we're mentioning them, of course, is Ashkelon later becomes part of Edom. They are considered part of the Roman Empire. The Yoshev Mamzar Ba'ashdod, this is the other city, in Ashdod, a Mamzer, Mamzer here could mean actually illegitimate, but more likely it means a stranger. There'll be a strange king, specifically an Israelite king, ruling over uh, Ashdod. The Karti Ga'on Plishkin. And I will destroy the arrogance, the haughtiness of the Philistines. Um, I will take the blood from its mouth and the abominations that are between its teeth. This is commonly referring to Avodah Zorah. There were parts of their ritual observance of the Philistines <coughs> specifically where they drank the blood of the animals, where they sprinkled the blood over their bodies, where possibly the blood of the Jews they had killed over the centuries. But I will remove the blood. Um, they will be God's thing. They will be taken over by the Kodesh Baruch Hu. And Yehuda will rule. They will be the kings and princes of the once powerful Philistine Empire. The Ekron, that major city, will be like the Yavusi, the Jebusites. We learn from uh, Malachim, the Yavusi were in Yerushalayim, and they were reduced to be like tax-paying vassals of King David. They were allowed to remain, but they paid taxes, and they did the menial jobs in, in, in the base Hamikdash, etc. Um, 
And now the Kodesh Baruch Hu says, I am going to plant my tent, as it were, and my encampment in my bias, and I will protect it. Another enemy will not approach it or conquer it. Ki Because now, very interesting expression, now I see with my own eyes the suffering that B'nai Yisrael has gone through. Meaning, say the Mepharshim, that concept, that era of Hester Panim, where the Kaddish Baruch who turns his eyes away from B'nai Yisrael and whatever happens to them, happens to them. He is not there to protect them. That period will end and end eternally. Ki I see for myself. Gili mi'od bat Zion, rejoice, daughters of Zion. Hariu basu shalayim, celebrate, daughters of Yushalayim. Hinei malkech yavolach, now your leader, your king is coming. This would be thought to refer to the Mashiach. So it would be, Either it's going to happen in the Second Temple, which it didn't, or it will happen, Achris Hayomim, as Barbanel says, or some say it refers to the Navi Nechemia, uh, which we will learn soon. So, Yovo Loch Tzadik, Benoshahu Oni. He will be not poor in the material sense, he will be humble with humility, and there's nothing more humble that he's coming in not on a chariot, not on a gold steed, he's coming in Barokev al-Khamor, the image of the Mashiach, riding a donkey, a lowly donkey, like Abraham himself, Mephoshim said, took to the arcade of Yitzchak, rode a donkey, or it could be a female kind of foe, but that is the key, that is the imagery and the metaphor that exists today. The Mashiach will enter Yerushalayim astride a donkey. Yerushalayim. I will remove, I will destroy the chariots of Ephraim, those are the ten tribes, the Susmi Yerushalayim and the horses of Jerusalem. Why? You're not going to need them. There's no need for war. I will destroy the bows and arrows of war. And this is what the Mashiach will do, or the messenger I am sending. He will speak a message of peace to the nations. He will rule from sea to sea. It could be from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean. It could be from sea to shining sea. It could be to the end of the earth. That is the Mashiach's territory will expand to. So this, of course, the Abarmanel uses. You can't take this literally as the second base Hamikdash because We've lived through the second base on Mikdash, and this really hasn't happened. So let's assume, as the Barbanel does, this is Achris Hayomim, this could be Gogumago, this could be the actual coming of the Mashiach ben Yosef or the Mashiach ben David. Gam at bedam brischa shilachti asirech mibor ein moyimlo. And you will be, because of the covenant, the blood of your covenant, 
I will shilak the asirot nivor. I will take your prisoners out of the pit in which there is no water. Very interesting metaphor. Thought to mean gamat midam brischa because of the blood of the covenant. It could be the covenant done in uh, Devarim, where we see that they sprinkle blood on B'nai Yisrael, and that's when they actually say, Nasev and Nishma, we will follow you. It most likely is the blood of circumcision. That was the covenant we have kept for centuries. And because of it, because you adhere to it, you will be saved like prisoners in the pit. The metaphor of prisoners in the pit means, Zechariah says, exile, the gullus. You were prisoners in the pit without the water. Malbin has a very interesting turn of language. Because you did not give up the blood, the sacrifice of your blood in terms of the bris, and instead you did not follow the water of baptism, you did not change to another religion. You adhered to the bris of your fathers. That is why you're going to be saved from what was a bottomless pit of exile. Shuvah Levitzron, and now a, a, just a joyous message. Uh, is it the second temple? Most of think it is. Or is it as the Abarbanel vehemently insists, the Messianic era? Shuvi Levitzron Asiri Hatikva, return to your fortress, you prisoners of hope. Gam Hayom Magid Mishnah Now, even a second message I give you today, I have returned to you. This is Zechariah exhorting them. You've got the permission to go up to Yerushalayim and build a temple. Forget it's the Persians. Forget you still do not have your own sovereign state. Go up there. Uh, you will see to it that I am with you. Build it first, and you will be proven, it will be proven to you that I am residing there. I have drawn back, in other words, strengthen the bow of Yehuda, Keshes Malesi Ephraim, and the bow and arrows of Ephraim. This is problematic because Ephraim, of course, is synonymous with the ten tribes. The ten tribes are missing. We do not have them. Some of Farshim say that there were members of the ten tribes that somehow had lived in Yehuda, and when the Golos occurred, went to Bovel. So that it may be referring to them, or it could be referring to the Achris Hayamim. Ephraim will be returned. And now a different challenge is coming. I will strengthen you. I will strengthen the armor and the bows, and I will stir up your sons of Zion against Greece. Greece will be the conqueror of Persia. It will also be the forerunner of Rome, of Edom. And I am going to see that you conquer Persia. Of course, we're talking about in the Hasmonean era where they revolt successfully against Greek 
uh, domination, and this is what I am strengthening in. It mentions specifically, I will make you like a fierce, unyielding, dominant warrior. Continues the Navi. Um, the Hashem Aleihem Yerav Yotzei Kabbarat, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is with you. Uh, he will appear to you, and he will go forth like a a, a lightning flash. The Hashem Aleihem B'Shofar Yitoka, he will blow the shofar of triumph and of victory. The Halach B'Saros Teman, he will go with the tempests of uh, Teman. Teman is the southern winds with those blasts occur, but Taman is also uh, the location of Greece uh, and Rome. So Hashem swells Yagain Aleyhem, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, will protect you. The Achlu, the Chavsu, Abnei Kela, you will capture and you will eat the stones of the slingshots. V'shasu what does that mean? The Greeks were famous for their very expert use of slingshots. You will triumph, you'll gain alayim. But kavshu abnekela, you will conquer this weaponry of the Greeks. V'shasu you will drink even excessively in celebration with wine. And the wine will fill, the excess wine will fill the um, utensils that are at the altar of the Mizbeach, where the excess wine for the libations were poured. There will be just a total abundance. So abundance, he will save you like and lead you like his sheep. Like Moshe is the image of a shepherd leading the sheep. So will the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He nezer misoninos alad maso. The stones midbosesos alad maso will be returned to its people. You will conquer, you will absorb the Avnei Nezer, and there will be such prosperity, such idyllic beauty, how beautiful will the Dogon be, the, the grain, and boys and girls, you're young, your young sons, they will share in this abundance, this prosperity, and it will be a prosperity that young people will sing with joy. And so we end on a very positive, messianic, if you will, note at the end of days, and in Mir Tashem, Zechariah will continue with this positive message of Nechama, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. You will not want to miss it. Be there, Ad Khan.